You're listening to the Counter Culture Mom Show. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. Stay tuned now as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you counter these messages and safely navigate today's pop culture chaos. Christian Irvin was a U.S. Army Special Forces soldier commonly known as a Green Beret. He was deployed to Iraq, Afghanistan, and several other places. Christian kept seeing veterans trying to overcome the same hurdles, and many nonprofits out there were not rising to the occasion. He's responsible for guiding the Semper Grady Project in his three primary lines of effort to ensure veterans the highest likelihood of success after service. Their group leadership is focused on doing so in a way that is fiscally judicious as possible. I'm Tina Griffin. This is the Counterculture Mom Show. What a great way to honor our veterans this week than to have Christian Irvin, president of the Semper Grady Project, on the program today. Christian, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. And I, I can't say this every day, but you're literally two offices over from my husband. So can you keep an eye on him? And if he's doing anything suspicious, just let me know. It's, it's a full-time job around here, uh, <laughs> but I'll do my best. Oh my gosh, is that funny? I'm going to put you on speed dial. Just keep me posted. <laughs> now you have a wife, three kids, and a fourth child on the way. Congratulations. I hope that's okay for me to announce that to America. Yeah, yeah. They can, they can share in my anxiety uh, here. So <laughs> I appreciate the, the support network. That is absolutely hilarious. Uh, boys, girls, what do you have so far? Do you know what the fourth one is? All boys. And I guess uh, my wife tells me we'll find out in about a month. Um, it, it's going to be a girl. You got to get a girl in the mix. Something different. Let, let, let's start this interview off right, okay? Come on. That, that, come on. Let's do this. And you tell her, invite me over. I'll give her a bunch of uh, presents there for that baby shower. Let's make. Let's get this in the mix here. I, I love baby especially, showers. Especially if it's a girl because we are woefully unprepared for, um, oh, for a younger sister here. I can hook you up. I can hook you up. Now, you, young man, thank you for your service. It's Veterans Day this week, Veterans Week. We're honoring... Uh, the fallen. We're honoring people that have served in the military. Thank you for your service. Tell us about your years being a soldier in the U.S. Army Special Forces. Thank you for support. I really appreciate that. Um, I realize it's something that uh, a generation ago wasn't there, so uh, it it's you know very impactful to to hear you say that. Um, yeah, my time in the Army was very unique, and uh, I got to have a lot of extraordinary experiences. Um, interact with some really interesting people, obviously my teammates, uh, but a lot of the indigenous, indigenous personnel that we got to work with um, in Iraq and Afghanistan, uh, a couple of the Middle Eastern countries, um, even in South America a little bit. Um, so the special forces soldier approach is really unique, even in the special operations field, um, commonly referred to as warrior diplomats. And so there's a there's a very, you know, physical uh, extreme in the training and in the uh, application of the skill set overseas. But at the same time, it's a very uh, academic career field as well. And how many years did you serve? I am going on 17 now. Wow. Thank you. Seriously, for your service. That is fantastic. Um, you saw a lot of issues that veterans were struggling with. What were some of those issues that you saw them trying to figure out? So when I exited active service uh, in the mid-teens, uh, my network was primarily active duty soldiers uh, and other active duty special operations personnel. And then as I matriculated into the civilian side of business, uh, interacted with more of the veteran uh, population. And there were a few problems that were 
prevalent through both uh, the newly exiting from service and those folks who've been out for five, 10, 15 years. And probably the most poignant was the inability to achieve benefits or acquire benefits from the VA. And everyone thinks that, that Veterans Affairs is there for veterans, and they are. Um, and the uh, you know red carpet is rolled out to these congressionally mandated and fully funded programs. Uh, some of that is not entirely accurate. The, the programs are there. They are overly funded. Um, but there is this sort of gatekeeping that goes on at the VA, especially when veterans are trying to acquire their compensation and pension benefits for being injured or sustaining injuries or uh, developing conditions from uh, service in the U.S. military. Wow. Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> I wish I had the answer. It would it would really supplant the need uh, for this line of effort that we've undertaken at Semper Grati Project. Um, you probably see some significantly improved outcomes for veterans and their families uh, because it's it's meaningful money to a lot of these families. Um, you know, a, a veteran with three children and a spouse with a hundred percent disability rating, we'll look at, you know, between 42, maybe $45,000 a year tax-free from the government. And of course that makes a big difference, especially if someone is struggling in their transition from military to civilian life. Obviously there's stress in the massive lifestyle change, but as, as you know, as, as a spouse, there's, there can also be financial stressors um, that married couples have to deal with. And those are difficult enough if you're not transitioning to a new world entirely. Um, and so alleviating those stresses is, is hugely impactful, um, you know, to, to the, the veterans and their spouses and children. Absolutely. Not just for going overseas, but then also returning back home. It it's, makes complete sense. So tell us more about what the Semper Grati Project does. Well, I'm going to take everybody to your website right now. By the way, it's SemperGratiProject.com, S-E-M-P-E-R-G-R-A-T-I project.com. The, the three lines of effort, of course, we covered the first one, which was uh, VA disability ratings and getting those benefits to the VA. But then the other uh, issue that kept coming up in, in my network personally and interacting with veterans groups seemed to be a pretty pervasive problem was the career transition. You know, I went through it. Um, there, there is a small book I could write about stuff Christian did wrong when he exited active service uh, and, and started to proceed into the corporate world. But one of the big hurdles uh, is there whether you do things right or not. And that is bridging sort of the language gap between military experience and the applicability on a civilian side. And a lot of that rests in the HR foundations of big companies. You know, in the Nashville area, you've got Nissan and HCA and a, a litany of others. So those are examples off the top of my head. The side that we can impact or control and one that I uh, became privy to through a lot of conversations with veterans who are exiting now is this fear of basically accidentally waking up at a woke company uh, just a few months after their transition out of service. And I, I talked to one gentleman, um, very intelligent, very accomplished, uh, about to exit service from Fort Campbell, you know, up the road here. And he wants to go to med school and, you know, transition in a career as a doctor. And you know, academically and with his background of achievements, he absolutely will if he wants to. And his question to me wasn't, 
what I thought about the state of healthcare in three or four years when he'll get there or how it compares to army medicine and, and, you know, comparison to civilian medicine on our side. Now it was how woke do you think civilian medicine is? Because he was deathly afraid of getting involved in any hospital or, or, you know, treatment facility that leaned that way. Um, And it's strange that that is, the the prevailing fear now um congress has done a pretty good job and and each base you know fort campbell has a transition assistance program for soldiers transitioning into civilian life um a lot of those uh basic building blocks for a successful transition are there then the veteran networking groups in the local areas can help but we can't fix that and so one of the lines of effort that we've undertaken at semper gratis project is a partner with red balloon Oh, no. I love those guys. I just yeah. found out who they were about a year or two ago. Explain who they are and why did you guys partner? Yeah, Red Balloon is a is a fantastic um, organization, very innovative uh, in how they they do what they do. And essentially, it's a, a job search board um, for companies that are seeking non woke talent. Yes, but can't come out and you know advertise, uh, you know, in the mainstream media. Hey, we don't want woke talent. Uh, and I was talking with their CEO about the Semper Grati project, and I made a, a pretty vociferous argument about the uh, applicability of veterans um, and uh, the accretiveness of veteran leadership impact um, with our experience and our backgrounds, potentially in the civilian market. And I think I made the point that I would take any, you know, U.S. Army or, you know, DOD uh, military member who had been in 12 years and put him into a project management role uh, against a civilian peer and bet my paycheck he would outperform him. Um, and I, I still stand by that. Uh, and he, he thought that was you know probably a, a bit of an undiscovered uh, talent pool. Mm-hmm. And, and so they were very generous in what they built out for the Semper Grati project uh, on their site, specifically a landing page for Semper Grati project, uh, you know, members and, and referees um, to be able to sort of search for a company or an opportunity that might be with a company that's culturally aligned or, or like-minded um, to, you know, sort of put it delicately or politically correct fashion. Um, and, and, you know, I've been very excited to introduce veterans to that and and tell them, you know, your data won't get scraped when you interact on this site. No one's going to scrape your resume and, and do anything else with it. You interact with a specific company uh, when you both agree to interact. And so it's it's really impressive what they've built. And I, I applaud uh, Andrew, their CEO, for doing it. Um, and even more so, I, I just really appreciate their generosity in supporting us and, and our veteran community the way they have. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I love you're doing a different angle with your episode here for this series. Everybody watch all four episodes this week about Veterans Day, Veterans Week, and what we can do to serve our veterans since they put their life on the line. Fantastic. A whole different side of, of this uh, theme for the week. My name is Glenn Story. I'm the founder and CEO of Patriot Mobile. And then we have four principles. First Amendment, Second Amendment, Right to Life, Military and First Responders. My name's Scott, I'm with Patriot Mobile. What is going on with all the woke companies in this country? It seems like everybody has completely lost their minds, right? 
No more. This is called voting with our dollars. We need to start prioritizing our beliefs and our values over convenience and comfort. And this is why companies like Patriot Mobile are so important right now. If you have a place to go put your money, you always want to put it with somebody that's like-minded. Of course. I think that's the, that's the beauty of Patriot Mobile. We're a conservative alternative. My pronouns are Bible believer, gun carrier, and mama bear. We are the nation's only Christian conservative wireless provider. James 5.16 reminds us to confess our sins to one another and pray for each other so we may be healed. It's not enough to admit the church body has a hidden porn problem. Church leaders need the tools to help people find freedom. The Healing Church Book by Covenant Eyes cuts through the confusion. Here's what to expect from this phenomenal read. Learn why sex isn't the real problem regarding pornography. Discern how porn undermines ministry in the local church. Understand how porn affects men and women differently and how to help them. The church has a choice. It can ignore the porn problem, or it can lead people by grace to the foot of the cross, where strongholds are crushed and strong servants arise. Get your free copy of The Healing Church Book in the mail today. Scan the QR code on the screen or text the word VICTORY to the number 66866. This book is a must-read for ministry leaders, parents, and counselors. Text VICTORY to the number 66866. Together with our friends at Covenant Eyes, we can help the church conquer pornography once and for all. Parents, do you feel overwhelmed when it comes to keeping up with the constantly changing technology and its influence on your kids? Are you wanting a healthy media diet in your home? Let our team do the work for you. Just download the Counterculture Mom app and get our notifications right on your phone. Know how to navigate the cultural chaos. After downloading the app, click yes for receiving notifications so you're not left in the dust. You can download the Counterculture Mom app at Google Play or the iTunes store. You can also send us a message if you see insanity you need to report, and our team will send a notification through our app so that no one is left behind. How is Semper Gratty Project different from other veteran-focused 501c3s? Well, we took a very uh, business-like approach, right? Um, I've donated to 501c3s. I've donated to veteran-oriented 501c3s. I've been... uh, uh, I benefited from some of these. Um, the thing that always sort of seemed off-putting to me was the idea that, well, one, if, if you donate $100, you don't really know where it goes, right? It seems to kind of disappear into this nebulous fog of anonymity, but we promise we're going to spend it the way you want us to spend it, right? Um, some, of these, some of these larger 501c3s, and I won't name names, but if I did, everyone who's listening to you right now would know, you would recognize some of these names. Their books are open because they're 501c3s. Um, spending 70 cents on a dollar of what someone donates to you and having 30 cents get spent on the veteran is is not something that I could sleep sad. with. No, that's sad. Give, give us some examples of people that are doing that. Wounded warrior. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And what other, how did you find that out? Like, how do you dig dig up and get the research on that? Well, your husband is extremely resourceful, um, but he, <laughs> he, he could probably guide on that a little bit. But I, I just went to their website because their numbers are their numbers. Um, and you can tell what they spend on operations uh, versus outreach and things like that. And I would suspect that some of their operations spend is contracting out services. So there might be some gray area in there where, you know, maybe give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, but how we set about doing it was we, again, from a 
you know, a capitalist standpoint, looked at the ROI. Can yeah. we drive an ROI from every hundred dollars that someone donates to the Semper Gratis project? And looking specifically at how VA claims are processed. Um, so we we partnered with a company called Veritas Ratings, who specialize in claims consulting. Mm-hmm. For the the spend that we would put into helping one veteran achieve his claims, you know, pay for the consulting effort, pay for maybe private medical exams, um, because the, the VA has doctors they pay, um, but they're not biased. Uh, but the VA pays them exclusively. Uh, the the opportunity to track dollars spent versus benefits delivered is is very easy. It's it's very black and white. And so if a veteran goes and is like I said is is benefited by that forty two thousand dollars a year tax free, and we've spent uh, eight thousand dollars achieving those results, um, if he's or she is going to receive over their lifetime lifespan being seventy five years in the U S. just for easy math. Um, we can we can calculate out the monies they'll receive. It might be 1.8 million tax free over their lifetime, and so that eight thousand dollars has been incredibly impactful. Yes, right? I totally see what you're doing. And why is this? Why you started what you started with Semper Gratti? That it's a big part of it. Um, yeah. I've been a part of of some very generous organizations with very generous volunteers, salt of the earth people, um, and I remember specifically doing one event in Florida. Um, we went down and, and we did some deep sea fishing and we did some clay shooting and uh, a hog hunt. Uh, I think we were mostly there to clear the hogs off the farmer's land, but they called it a hog hunt. Uh, and at the end of Sunday night, I get home Monday morning and one, I was exhausted. Two, every problem I had on Friday, I still had on Monday. Yeah. But now I was tired. Yeah. And so we looked at what problems can we solve that are that are going to you know trail off on the timeline all the way to you know the the end of the veteran's life and so the va benefits was one career transition is obviously incredibly impactful um on the whole family right a successful landing a successful job where you're happy where you have a good work-life balance and so on and then our third line of effort is is the the mental health side you know the, the suicide prevention side so we're going to get to the mental mental health side here in a, a couple minutes if we have to talk about that i'm glad you brought that up why are VA claims so hard to win? So the VA's budget this year for compensation and pension uh, is $212 billion with a B. Wow. Their obligations are only $156 billion. So there's about an extra $56 billion that's just going to get reallocated at the end of the year. I think that's intentional. Um, I, you know, far be it from me or yourself to, you know, try to guess at the, uh, the true intent of some of the people in Congress. Um, but when when 380, which is the overall budget, billion dollars goes into the VA, and they have a sp- specifically have a surplus of over 50 billion for VA comp and pension, I'm not sure why it's so difficult to, mm-hmm. to get claims for the VA. Um, some of the stories that veterans have shared with us um, lead me to think that there is a um, an intentional, you know, semi malicious uh, effort to withhold or keep from delivering benefits and certainly not with all of the people at the VA. I am not saying that at all. Um, I've had a few veterans come back and say the people I interacted with were great. They were very helpful. Um, but we've had others who would go in for an exam, um, combat veterans, you know, 
Fallujah, Iraq, like real combat, not like a, a combat uh, tour where you sit and play Xbox for six months. Right. Um, and hear the doctors mocking them in conversation with the nurses outside. Oh, if my back looked like that on x-ray, I wouldn't be in that much pain. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Others who, others who, uh, one gentleman we were talking to was shot in the hip in Syria fighting ISIS. A year later, he put a claim in with the VA and the VA said his hip wasn't service connected. What in the world? That just makes me want to choke the doctor. Um, It's just, it drives me nuts. Why are so many companies, I haven't heard this term before, veteran friendly, but not veteran ready? Well, obviously they're veteran friendly because of the tax break. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's it's money and they're there to deliver return to their their shareholders. Right. So we would sort of draw the delineation between veteran friendly and veteran ready. Um, if they're going to hire you and they're they're speaking the right language, they appreciate the skills a veteran has. They're probably veteran friendly uh, if they understand that there is a unique skill set and experience set that is going to drive the veterans interpersonal behaviors and things like that, then they're probably veteran ready. And so what I'm trying to delicately get at here is if, if a company hires a new veteran and they use some colorful language in a workplace for a month or two, because that's the environment they've been in for 15 years, um, they don't need to go to HR and, and get a note in their file permanently. Right. Um, that's, that's not going to help anyone. It's just going to create, you know, anxiety for the veteran and a sense of animosity. Yeah. Um, the other side is if a company is veteran ready, they also understand the capabilities of the veteran are probably greater than what's listed on the paper that, that brought that veteran in. And that is good for the veteran. If anyone veteran or not goes into a position and they don't feel like their skills are being utilized, they don't feel challenged uh, in a good way, they're not going to last. And ultimately, if a company makes a bad hire, it's not just bad for the hire, it's costly for the company too. Yeah, that makes complete sense. We're going to be back after the short commercial break to talk about why mental health is a priority for SGP right after this. The Jace case is a pack of five antibiotics. We put these antibiotics together very purposefully. They were curated in a way that covers the most common as well as the most deadly bacterial infections that you might encounter. In addition, it includes a guidebook to the safe use of the medications that is written in a way that's accessible for most people to be able to look up what their symptoms are and what the proper medication is to take. The idea behind the Jace case is to allow everyone to be better prepared medically, to be empowered to care for themselves. Since the pandemic began, our healthcare industry has had to transform from receiving medication to physician visits. Everything changed. Jace Medical is dedicated to providing proper access to medications before you need them. This protects against issues during travel or disruptions with supply chains, natural disasters, and other emergency situations that have proven to overwhelm our healthcare system. Secure your own supply of medication with ease and peace of mind. Use code TINA for a discount at jacemedical.com. Have you ever wanted to start a charity or ministry? Launching a nonprofit can be time consuming, expensive, and overwhelming. If you have a vision and mission, but don't know where to start or how to raise donations, Capstone Legacy Foundation is your solution. Their ministry charity project allows you to receive tax-free donations without the expense and hassle of forming your own 501c3 and in less than 48 hours. 
This ministry partnership fund is exactly how Counterculture Ministries got its start, and we grew quickly. Capstone Legacy Foundation handles all your legal and accounting paperwork, allowing you time to develop the ministry and message God gave you. Call Capstone today at 610-688-8890 or check out capstonelegacy.org for more information. And tell them Tina sent you. Partner with Capstone Legacy Foundation to transform our culture for Christ and get your nonprofit started today. Share this with the masses because everyone knows of a veteran out here in America and many veterans do not know their benefits. SemperGratiProject.com, S-E-M-P-E-R-G-R-A-T-I Project.com. Brand new website that you're looking at right here. People can donate to, to your cause to help support you and what you do and that's a tax write-off. What other benefits and how can they connect with you through your website? Yeah, so there's a contact us button uh, on the website. Um, and again, every dollar that any of, of your listeners or viewers donate, um, 100% of it goes to the veteran, not a dime goes to myself or, or any member of our board uh, or any of the volunteers with whom uh, we work. And I, I alluded to it before, but the other big differentiator here is with our with our donors, once their funds are allocated toward a veteran and they have an impact, nine times out of 10, sometimes it's written, but usually it's a video of them saying thank you directly to them and explaining the impact it's had on them. So in a, in a sense, it's a very authentic uh, donation and, and reward that, that's delivered there. Christian, you're doing phenomenal work. Good luck on baby number four. And thank you for helping you. make America a better place. Go get them, buddy. Thanks for joining us for the Counterculture Mom Show with your host, Tina Griffin. For over two decades, Tina has traveled the globe exposing how pop culture is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences and how these messages are wreaking havoc on today's youth. Through radio, TV, podcasts, and our app, Counterculture Ministries is reaching millions every week with a biblically-based message for hope for today's teens and their parents. But we can't do that without your faithful prayer and financial investment. If you appreciate the ministry of Tina and Counterculture Ministries, would you prayerfully consider a generous gift right now? We have a donor matching dollar for dollar. You can give securely online by visiting counterculturemom.com or by texting the word DONATE to the number 55444. That's counterculturemom.com or text the word DONATE to the number 55444. Every dollar is doubled. If you love this show, you can stay up to date on the latest critical issues affecting your family by catching all of our weekly episodes with resource links, signing up for our e-newsletter, and downloading our Counterculture Mom app, where you get timely pop culture alerts. Visit counterculturemom.com for more details. And be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Counterculture Mom Show with Tina Griffin, where we are rewriting Hollywood script for our kids.